Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. So there's a lot to catch you up on in today's intro. So I'm going to try to do all of that and also keep it kind of brief because today's guest, the beautiful, beautiful Claire Michelle from Plantiful Soul, who many of you know from her amazing YouTube channel, Instagram presence, all of the art that she creates. She is such a beautiful soul expressing herself as a human being in this time and place. And she's so wise beyond her years. She is 21 years old. And if I was as awake as she was at 21, I mean, when I look back, I just think that would be the coolest life to have in your early 20s. I'm so inspired by her. I've been following her personally for a long time. So since she is so amazing, I do want to try to keep the intro kind of brief. You guys will fall in love with her, her words, her expression, her soul, her just her presence. So when you're listening, I hope and have a feeling that you'll feel like you were just sitting here in my office hanging out with us. And that's all I ever want for these podcast episodes. And sometimes when I have a guest who is totally on that wavelength as well and just expresses themselves so eloquently and is just such a kind human, I know that the exact vibe of the show that I want to resonate into your life is going to happen. So I feel really, really happy about that. Um, Cannot wait for you guys to hear this conversation with Claire. And I wanted to update you a little bit on what I'm up to and what to expect moving forward with the podcast because I have... I have had so many thoughts and feelings ever since I had my health crisis blow up when I was on my way to Vancouver and then got really, really, really sick in Canada and exploded in full body hives and basically hit this insane rock bottom where I had the flu and wasn't able to get out of bed for like two weeks, didn't feel like myself at all. And I'm not telling you this for any reason other than to explain that I hit such a rock bottom in my physical body that I decided totally based off of my intuition, but also in agreement with Jonathan and with my family that I really, really need to cut back moving forward. Um, I was supposed to appear as a guest on so many podcasts, humans that I love and I canceled all of those for now. We'll we'll be rescheduling when I'm feeling better and also ended up canceling to reschedule with a bunch of my guests for this podcast and kind of went back and forth with what would be best. Um, I did polls on my Instagram to ask you guys what you thought. I toyed around with every idea. I think what I'm probably going to do is release this podcast every two weeks for a while rather than every week, which is the first time since I created the podcast two and a half years ago that it wouldn't be coming out every week. But I know 
for the greater good of my healing journey and for the greater good of everybody listening, because I know when I heal and when I give all of this love and energy to myself in this beautiful way that I know I need to, the show will be better and better and so many more nuggets of wisdom and healing and manifestation and amazingness and soul connectivity will come through. So that is something that I might be doing. So if the podcast doesn't come out next week, you'll know why and you'll know that it will come out the following. So definitely every two weeks. But then again, I just don't know. That's the very weird thing about Lyme is that I never know how I'm going to feel. I might be launched into a week where I feel incredible and I might be able to record a bunch of episodes and solo episodes, etc. So that's why I'm not tying myself to anything. Maybe two or three episodes a month rather than four I'm still trying to figure it all out, but I'm just surrendering to the universe. I know that I don't have to figure this out on my own. I know that there's a greater path laid out for me and I just have to keep surrendering and keep being open and not be so tied, so attached, so married to my idea of what I think it's supposed to be or what it should be. I think we can all release ourselves from those shoulds and what we feel like we have to do in order to put ourselves first and heal. And in my belief, everybody can benefit from healing, not just people who have autoimmune diseases or chronic illness the way that I do. We all can heal and find the happiest version of ourself. So I would love your thoughts on all of this. Maybe you guys can comment on my Instagram when you're listening to this part of intro so this um, and tell me what you think and maybe your thoughts on me surrendering to the universe and trying to be comfortable potentially releasing less episodes for a while but only because I really believe it's going to serve the highest good of all of us or of our entire community I am so under the belief that we are all one And if I can do this, then this will be good for everybody in some way. And we all are so interconnected in ways that we can't even believe. That's one thing to expect moving forward. I also want to channel the energy that I do have into the manifestation and healing course that I'm developing for you guys. And I feel a lot of momentum with that. I do feel like maybe stepping back and releasing two episodes a month for now of the podcast is also really good because maybe that means the course can channel through me in the way that it's most meant to, completely in the flow. And I feel that very strongly. So taking time, putting our bodies first, healing is so important. I cannot wait to restore my energy and get back to a space where I'm able to just create from a place of pure energy from the earth. I have been feeling so in tune lately and things have been channeling through me like crazy. So you can expect some solo episodes coming up about all of that. And that will probably keep us going with three or four episodes a month. So 
Who knows? I'm not promising anything to myself because I just don't know what each week is going to be like, but I can't wait to share more about how my spiritual journey is evolving. I have never felt more in touch with my higher self and my soul. And that is largely thanks to doing multiple meditations a day that have been completely changing my life. So I'm going to share a lot of that with you guys coming up. And lastly, since I will be releasing most likely less episodes than usual, it would be amazing to have you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes if you haven't yet and send me a screenshot if you do, because I love to see and I'm so grateful every time you do. And if you're able to take the time to rate and review the show in iTunes, it helps a lot with visibility and spreading this high vibe message. So I would love to thank you by sending you my 200 page yoga guide with a bunch of flows and my yoga story and all sorts of other things as a gift. So if you are able to subscribe and rate and review the show, send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancedblonde.com and I will send that gift to you. So super excited for you guys to hear everything Claire has to share. She's literally an angel on this earth. She is a magical unicorn. I cannot wait to spend more time with her. I feel like our souls are definitely connected in many, many dimensions, many realms. And I am so honored that she came on the show and shared her very wise beyond her years wisdom and love with all of us. So before we dive into the show, I would love to thank our incredible sponsor, Hum Nutrition. You guys know Hum Nutrition has been sponsoring the show for, well, ever since I started it. And I've been working with Hum and using Hum like long before I ever even had a podcast. They're the best when it comes to high vibrational supplements for beauty and radiating from the inside out. They're completely premium quality. They're always non-GMO, gluten-free, and sustainably sourced. They're clinically proven and you can talk to actual nutritionists on their website. So if you want to start taking supplements, but you're not really sure what would benefit you or what kind of deficiencies that the supplements could help you out with, you can just chat with a nutritionist on Hum Nutrition's site, or you can also just take this very quick little three-minute quiz on their site, which can recommend you to the supplements that will most enhance your life. So the ones that I am obsessed with lately are the Big Chill, which comes in this really cute turquoise bottle. It helps just cope with stress and keep you out of that fight or flight mode, which I try to stay out of fight or, fight or flight always because I just don't believe that's where healing happens. Um, the Big Chill is mostly made out of rhodiola, which is an adaptogen that I have found really works in my body. It's a calming root and it's just so incredible. It will also just make you feel really calm and focused and it's completely made from plant extracts. You can take it in the morning. You can take it at night. It doesn't really matter when you take it. You can take it with food, without food. I'm telling you, these supplements are so easy to add into your life. I have some other favorites like the Uber Energy and the Daily Cleanse. 
I honestly use so many different um, nutrition supplements every day, but I want you to know before I keep going on and on about HUM that you can use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, at checkout at humnutrition.com to get 20% off of your first order. And I feel like everybody needs all of these different supplements in their life. It just helps no matter how clean we eat. We always have deficiencies, especially women. So check them out. Use the code SOUL, get 20% off and enjoy the process. Send me pictures on Instagram if you try them when they arrive to your house. I absolutely love to see. And without further chit chat from me, let's head into this wonderful episode with the beautiful Claire Michelle. All right, Claire, I'm so, so, so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. It's so exciting to meet you in real life and have you sitting right in front of me. Uh You're so beautiful and you just glow from the inside out. Thank you. It's so amazing to see. And you're only 21 years old, which blows my mind. We were just (laughs) talking about this before we started recording that people are just waking up to their conscious selves younger and younger and younger. And you are just living this incredible life Mm. and you're 21, which some people listening, you'll be their age. You'll be younger than them, older than them. Age is just a number, but it's such a cool thing to see. And yeah, say hi to our community and just who you are. Tell us a little bit about you. Hi guys. Thank you so much for having me here, Jordan. Um, it's such an honor to be here in your home and your space and your beautiful presence. Also to meet your cat. He's an angel. Um, yeah, I feel like I have been on an inward journey for the last three years growing up. Like I always felt different than the other kids. And I was always just like, dreaming in class or drawing and like off in my own world. And I never understood why people would want to fall into the system or like go to college or get a job. Um, Not saying any of that is wrong, but I just knew that was never my path. And so I've just been trusting that little voice inside of me that told me to live differently from the time I was like 18. And it's led me on a wild journey of synchronicities and just miracles that I never thought were possible just by following those little dreams. So that is so amazing to be able to follow your intuition like that is just such a blessing. And I think that's what everybody's striving to do, but sometimes it's really hard to actually do that and listen to what's going on inside. How have you found that to be possible for you? So I think when I was like about 17 years old, I just had the realization really strong that if I follow what makes me happy, I'll be happy. Like it seemed like a pretty simple math equation for me. I was like, I don't want to get a business degree. Like I don't see myself working in an office. Like I want to travel. I want to create beautiful art that evokes emotions in people. Like I want to inspire people. And so I just started following that happiness. And I think 
your life is composed of a million tiny steps. And so it's just like taking one step in alignment with your truth and with what you love doing. And I think that first step for me was starting my Instagram account, like fresh. And I just started sharing my thoughts, my passions and my ideas. And that was so scary because I was still in high school at the time. And so like, I didn't want people to find out about it. Like I totally kept it a secret and like pretended like that wasn't my account. Cause I was just like, ah, that's still so scared funny. of the judgment of others. Were there pictures of you? Mm-hmm. And so did people find it? Eventually people did. Yeah. But at that, that point, I felt like it was already like picking up momentum and mm-hmm. I was already getting messages from people that I was inspiring them. So I was like, whoa, this is super powerful. And I just decided to stick with it. But I think that was one of the hardest things I've had to do. And then also, yeah, leaving home at 18 with like absolutely no plan and just coming to Los Angeles and trusting in that little whisper that told me to take off and just spread my wings has breathed life into like the most insane magic I've ever witnessed. Absolutely. So tell us the story. You just told me the story before we started recording of leaving home at 18. And yeah, that the way you did it is so inspiring. I don't know anyone else who's done exactly what you have done. Oh, thank you. So I had a beautiful friend, Mel, who was like my first friend in that like vegan wellness online community and um, met her through Instagram. And she was going to Los Angeles uh, in July just for a week. And I knew there were a lot of other like-minded people out in LA and just so many opportunities and so many creatives. I was like, I want to go to LA. Like it's my dream to go to Los Angeles. And my dad just had such a negative perception of this place and that it was materialistic and that I would like lose myself and all this stuff. And he was very unsupportive of my decision to leave. Um, But I've always been incredibly stubborn my whole life. And so when I make a decision to do something, I'm going to do it no matter the cost. Um, And so he had a business trip coming up and I planned it so that I left when he was gone and I wrote him a note on the fridge and just said, I love you, but I need some time away to like figure out who I am. And my mom, who's an absolute angel, who's just like been this wisdom source of light my whole life. Like she's always encouraged me to believe in my dreams and like follow my passions. And she was like, I believe in you and I know that your intuition is never wrong. So I'll like drive you to the Greyhound bus station. So she drove me to the Graham bus station. I took a like 23 hour bus ride to California, stopped in Vegas, like the sketchiest places. But I was so happy. Like I felt so liberated and free because I felt like I was kind of faced with two decisions. It was like stay at home and just play it safe and just do that. Or I take a risk and see what happens. But the other situation, I knew what would happen. And the uncertainty to me was so exciting. Like it didn't spark fear in me. It was more just excitement of like anything could happen, like anything. So I'm just going to go for it and do it. And yeah, I met the most beautiful community of people out here and, and was just basically living out of a backpack for like six months. And a lot of times I wouldn't know like where I was sleeping that night and like a random waitress in a cafe would be like, oh, I live in this Airbnb. Like you can come stay with me. Wow. Some nights I would like be calling my mom in cafes. Like I have nowhere to sleep tonight. Like was living off like $200 a month from YouTube. And so I definitely 
think it's easy to like look at where someone is right now and compare your current state to theirs. But so much came from this decision and like it does take a lot of hard work to commit to your dreams, but there's nothing more fulfilling than creating your own path. So, wow. You're so brave to come here at 18 with like a couple hundred dollars to your name, nowhere to sleep and just figure it out. Thank you. That is so brave. Thank you. I have a lot of angels on my side. Yes. Clearly. In many different and, forms. And you are such an angel yourself. Um, so how did you, how did things start turning around? When did you start finding more abundance for yourself? So I was kind of working myself to the bone with YouTube because right when I started on social media, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know about brands. I didn't know about like how to really make an income or support myself. And so I was just making money from Google AdSense and it's pretty low. It's like a dollar per thousand views. So even if you're getting like 200,000 views, it's like $200. So even though I was getting like a fair amount of exposure, I wasn't making that much from YouTube. And then I was vlogging really frequently. And for anyone who is in the YouTube space, like making videos is a lot of work. And so I would like film all day and stay up all night. And I was getting like a few hours of sleep at night. I didn't feel my best. And then I felt like I was like sharing a lesser version of myself online. So it was just like this downward spiral. And then one day um, my laptop actually broke. So one of my friends was over and there's like a mason jar of water on the floor and my ankle or his ankle hit it and went all over my laptop and like broke my laptop. So I was like, that was my main source of income. But for some reason, when that happened, I just felt this wave of peace, like envelop my entire being. And something just told me like, this is so perfect. Like, this is so divine. Like, this is supposed to be happening. Even though in that moment in my reality, like part of me was freaking out. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I have to make rent next week. Like, I don't have hardly any money right now. I think I had like $400 and rent was like $1,800 or something. I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I had some sponsorships lined up for videos that I was going to be posting an hour. Like I couldn't edit them. Um, but I just dropped my laptop off at Best Buy. They said they couldn't get it back to me for a few months. And so for the first time, like my life was just put on pause because I didn't have anything to work with. And so I just was still for the first time in a while And around this time, I started meeting like really beautiful souls because my head wasn't so buried in social media and like in that online world, I started like looking at the world differently and seeing it with clear eyes. And I began getting like really strong visions in my dreams at night because I just wasn't spending as much time online absorbing that collective source of unconsciousness. I was just like tuned in more to my own field. And I started seeing visions of like this moon goddess and the stars um, with like wild curly hair and just like so powerful and divine. And she told me to like paint her. And I had never really painted in my life. Like when I was a kid, of course, I like messed around and painted in art class, but never actually like painted something that was beautiful um, in my perception at least. And she just kept telling me like, please, like you need to paint me. And one day I just surrendered and I went out to the art store, biked out there because I didn't have a car. So I rode my bike out there and I bought like every color of paint. I was like, I'm just going to go all out on this. I dropped almost like three over $300 on paint supplies, which is almost like all my money. 
And then I stayed up all night just like painting. And I literally felt like I lost track of time. Like it wasn't even me painting her. Like I was being channeled by something because I was up until like eight in the morning. Like I painted it all in a single night. And then I like fell asleep on the ground. And when I woke up in the morning, I like looked at what was before me. And I felt like I was seeing myself for the first time as like who I actually am, just like so strong and embodied and beautiful and relaxed and peaceful and just like a woman who knows who she is. And I was just like, holy shit, like what do I even do with this? Like I've just painted this for the first time and it's so beautiful. And I kind of like meditated on it for a while and I realized I should just get prints made just to see what the prints would look like. I wasn't sure if I wanted to sell it because it was something that was so raw to me. And I biked out to the Blick Art Store and got prints made and picked them up later that day with my friend, Ali Michelle. Actually, she like waited in the car. I went in to get the prints and they set them on the counter. And there was this woman like kind of bent over the counter writing on something. And when I went to grab my prints, she looked at them and she would just like started shaking and she was like, oh my God, oh my God, that's me. Like I've seen this woman in my dreams. What? And I like started getting full body chills. I was like, what are you saying? And she was like, this is literally who I see myself as. Like, I feel like you've painted myself. Wow. And I was like, you don't know like what this means. Like this is the confirmation and the sign that I needed. I was like, I want to give you a print. Like, can I just give you a print? And she just like broke down in tears. I was just like holding this stranger in this print shop. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is this? And I came out to the car and Allie was like, what happened in there? Like, I just got full body chills. And I told her and she's like, oh my gosh, you need to like sell prints of this. I was like, I know. So I sold prints um, of the painting and my amazing YouTube community supported me. And just like, I think the story resonated so deeply with people it reminded people of the power of creativity and the power of flow and just synchronicities and that was like when everything started shifting for me a month after that I decided to move to Hawaii um, with what I had saved up and just like started a new life out there and it was just like that was such a pivotal point in my life and all started from spilling water on my laptop so (laughs) whoa yeah (laughs) I'm speechless at that story. It's It really goes to show that that gut instinct that we get, like the one that you got when water was spilled on your laptop, that everything mm-hmm. was going to be okay, is always true. And, and everything's always going to be okay. 100%. As long as we go with the flow. But I'm just so struck by your story because imagine... So many of us, if that happened, would be so upset, so shattered by our laptop not working. People would do all sorts of things. They would move Mm -hmm. home. They would, I don't know what I would do. I would just be like, shit. Yeah. But you were in alignment with your highest self. And look what happened. I think she just like fully stepped into my body in that moment. And I do believe so strongly that everything is happening for us. And Mm -hmm. if you commit to the path of growth and the path of your soul, like things don't really get easier, um, but you become a lot stronger and you become stronger through experiences that like shatter your external walls. So you attract those moments that are painful, but then they give you so much strength and power and like self-knowledge. Like you won't 
really ever know yourself until you go through something and you make it through the other side and you're like, whoa. And then that gives you so much self-confidence. Like we would never grow if you're always comfortable. So true. It's so true. I remind myself of that all the time going through everything hard. I mean, Mm -hmm. definitely like I'm in some kind of rock bottom for myself right now with my health and everything else. And I just remind myself, this is happening for me. This is not happening to me. And the beauty that's coming from all of this is so huge. Mm -hmm. So I just try to remain grateful. And when I do, good things happen and I stay in the flow. One of my friends once told me this metaphor of like an arrow being pulled back and like the further the arrow is pulled back, like the further you go into that pain and that suffering and like whatever you're going through and the more you just surrender to it, like the further you'll be launched forward. And I believe that so strongly, like the most powerful influential people in today's world have been through the most. So yeah, just always keep that in the back of your mind when you're like looking up to someone. That's so true. Mm -hmm. So, so, so true. So then you moved to Kauai, which is an actual dream. Oh my gosh. It's actually like Avatar land. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And what did you do while you were out there? Like work-wise, were you still YouTubing? Work-wise, my main like thing I was doing was uh, Lightroom presets because I got super into photography when I was living in Kauai. And so I made a preset collection. And you can actually purchase them on my website. They're like, that's my, was my main source of income when I was in Kauai. And they're so beautiful. Thank you so I much. I purchased your presets Aww. when I was in Bali. Thank I was you. like, her photos are perfect. I need, Aww. I need to do, <laughs> I need these. Thank, they're so awesome. Thank you. I love like muted tones and photos. Cause for me, I feel like so many photos nowadays are like so oversaturated and so loud. Mm-hmm. And like, to me, if a moment is really powerful, it'll be like subtle. Like you don't have to oversaturate the colors. That's why I also love black and white photography because I think it's like evokes so much emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I made my presets and I kind of like stepped far away from social media when I went to Kauai and just immersed myself so deeply in nature. I think as a species, you become so detached from our origins and like the power of truly spending time in untouched places where like the only energy that surrounds you is pure and not tampered with by mankind. Like I think of cities as a reflection of man thought, man's thoughts, like everything in cities, the buildings, the cars, it's all creations of man and nature is God's like purest creation. And so I just fell so in love with the simplicity of the lifestyle there and just waking up and getting to go for a run and then like make a homemade meal and then go to the beach and just sit alone, like leave my phone at home. There would be weeks that would go by where I wouldn't even like really do anything online because I just wanted to like be so fully present. And I think technology is such a powerful way to transmute energy and information when used with intention. But a lot of people use it as an escape from their current reality or like if an emotion comes up, they don't want to deal with, they'll just like slide open their phone and then they're immediately distracted. And so I really like became aware of how I was using technology as a distraction and just how to use it with more intention. Um, so yeah, that was a big powerful thing to learn. I feel like places like Kauai 
our teachers in that mm-hmm. way because they remind us what truly matters, what truly, wh- what it means to be a human. Mm-hmm. And what it means to be a human is not what we've been told and what we think it is and distracting ourselves and numbing ourselves. It's, it's so true. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing that you got the chance to, to go. Well, not, I don't want to say got the chance because you created for yourself the life to go get that lesson, live in Kauai at such a young age. Yeah. And you can bring that with you into the rest of your life. It gave me so much confidence, I think, because Hawaii had always been a dream for me from the time I was like a little kid. Like I used to go on Pinterest a lot as a kid because I wasn't allowed to have like Facebook or Instagram or anything. And so I would go on Pinterest and just pin dream boards. And then I would like pin all of the photos around my room and like print them off on my printer. And I just had photos of Hawaii everywhere. And I was like, one day I'll live on an island. And so I just witnessing that dream come true kind of showed me that I can have anything that I pour my energy into. And so it's like, oh, what's next? Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I left because I love that place so much. It's so sacred. It will always be home to me. And I want to have it still as a place to go back. And I was talking to you about this earlier. I'm planning on like getting a home out there later this year with a bunch of my friends. So we can just have that space to kind of restore our energy and revitalize and then come back to LA. But right now LA feels so good because it's such a creative powerhouse. And in Kauai, the energy is so yin and so feminine that you just want to be, which is so beautiful. For right now, I feel like I'm in a stage where I'm like, I want to make shit happen. Right. It's so nice to be able to bounce between the Mm -hmm. two and do both because- we are both. Mm-hmm. Just a quick interruption from this chat with the most high vibe human of all time to tell you guys about our second sponsor for today's episode, Art of Tea. So ever since I cut coffee out of my life, tea has been such a staple of my mornings and also my afternoons and evenings, if I'm being honest. I just love tea. I love sipping on a warm herbal blend and letting it calm me and soothe me and take me to a higher place where I can reconnect with my soul. So Art of Tea is offering our Soul on Fire listeners an amazing discount, Blonde, B-L-O-N-D-E, that gives you 20% off at artoftea.com. So what makes Art of Tea so special is that the founder, Steve Schwartz, when he established it in 2004, he brought his extensive background in Ayurveda to the brand. So he studied preventative medicine at the Ayurvedic Institute in New Mexico. And since then, his brand, Art of Tea, has become a leading purveyor of organic and specialty teas. He has traveled to India, Africa, Asia, and the Middle East, and has developed close relationships with farmers and distributors, which are pretty much the hallmark of this brand. So I have a ton of favorites. I love their Pacific Coast Mint because you know I'm a huge mint tea fan. It just always soothes my digestion, makes me feel really good, is my favorite thing to sip on before or after a meal. 
And their blend is of organic spearmint and organic peppermint, which is domestically grown and harvested on the picturesque Oregon and California coasts, which I absolutely love. Um, They also have a bunch of wellness blends. So you can check out their site at artoftea.com. Go to their wellness collection and see that they have everything from happy tea to chill, which is caffeine-free, to a cleanse tea, which is just good for detoxifying and the liver. They have one for sleep. They have one for soothing the body um, and even one for breathing. And you know I'm huge on breath work. So I highly recommend going to artoftea.com using the code BLONDE, checking out their Pacific Coast Mint. That is a must. And also all of their different wellness blends. And if you're interested in learning more about tea or you don't really know where to begin, they love to educate people on tea. So you can go to their blog that has recipes, facts about tea, tips and tricks, etc. Um, enjoy this Ayurvedic tea brand. As always, send me pictures. If you try it, use the code BLONDE for a discount and enjoy. Now back into this episode with Claire. I think Kauai and LA are the perfect trade-offs of each other. Like to be able to hop back and forth is so perfect. It's so perfect. Yeah. And it's such a short flight. Yes. So tell us what brought you back to LA. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So I, um, I was, I actually got to leave Kauai, like in the beginning of the year, like I just started feeling like my, I started to feel like my energy was stagnating there. And I had kind of like grown as much as I could there in that period of time. And it was time for me to try something new. So I flew to New Zealand actually in like February in New Zealand. I don't know if you've ever been. I haven't. Okay. You have to go like such a beautiful place. I definitely want to go back there. If anyone here is from New Zealand and yeah, listening to this, us. like, uh, you guys are so sweet. Like the people of New Zealand are so open-hearted and kind and just loving, like, and down for whatever. Um, and it has super similar energy to Kauai because New Zealand and Hawaii actually used to be connected, like on the same continent. Um, oh, so yeah. I spent some time out there and then I kind of felt this like pull back to Kauai and it hit me super strong. I was like in a cafe and this like Jack Johnson song came on and it was the song home. Mm -hmm. I was like, I gotta get home. There's a garden to tend. And I was like, my heart. And I started crying and I cry a lot. So I'm a Pisces. So I was like crying and I flew back home. And then three days later, Kauai had the biggest flood that they've had in like a hundred years. That was terrifying. And that was so intense to witness just like the power of mother nature and how we are like truly powerless when she comes full force. Like as humans, I think we like to think that we know things and we like to like construct walls around our lives, but it was so powerful to witness just everyone's walls be shattered and like everyone's plans be shattered and people we're kind of forced to connect again and come together again. And um, it was actually really beautiful in a way because North Shore where I was living was completely shut down due to the flood from tourists. So the island there had a chance to like recover and breathe again. And so for like nine months, there were no tourists allowed back there and people would be out like 
riding on their bikes and little kids would be running through the streets because there were no cars. So, so it's like, nice. I feel like the island went back like a hundred years and I got to like be part of that, which was such an honor. And like, I'm so happy I was there to witness that. I've always like, in a way, loved natural disasters. Since I've been a child, I've always been fascinated with like tornado chasers and like floods. And I don't know, there's something so powerful about it. And no lives were taken at all during that flood. It was just like, I feel like the island was just trying to bring some of her energy back mm-hmm. to herself after having so much taken. Um, and then I was there and I went hiking one day and I took like some mushrooms. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, okay. we can totally talk about cool. plant medicine. That. Cool. That'll be our next topic no, because like, I'm, I'm ah, obsessed with it um, too. Cool. So I took some mushrooms and this may sound so crazy. But not, um, <laughs> not to our people, not to cool, our cool. listeners. Well, I was hiking up above this like beautiful ridge valley and the spirit of Jesus came down to me like as real as you are sitting in front of me right now. And he just said to me, you need to go to Los Angeles as soon as possible. Like there's something there for you. I was like, what? Like Los Angeles? Like I was almost mad because I had become so used to just the simplicity of nature and like definitely was very comfortable and quiet. And I was like being forced into an area of a lot of uncomfortability. Um, But I just realized that was such a powerful sign. I couldn't ignore it. So I ended my lease and packed up and flew to LA like two days later and just got an Airbnb. And when I walked into my Airbnb, I arrived at like 2 a.m. And there was just a box of kittens like <gasps> on the inside. Oh. I was renting out just like a room in someone's house. Uh-huh. And his cat had just had kittens. And they were baby Himalayan Cutest kittens. So they all ever. just had like bright blue eyes and like this long white fur. And I was just like, oh my gosh. That I'm a massive heaven. cat person. Like, me too. I will choose cats over dogs any day. Um, so that just made me so happy. And that was confirmation. I was like, okay, yeah, that's this is a good sign. Like mm-hmm. this is the first interaction I'm having in LA is with a box full of warm, soft kittens. Oh. Um, and then I found a book in the Airbnb like a few days later. That was the medical medium. And he just talked about the power of celery juice and like juicing celery on healing your gut because my gut has had a wild ride over the course of the past few years. And like, it's still healing today. My digestion is so sensitive. So I'm always looking for things to like heal that. And I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. Like super simple, just celery juice. I'll try it out. And so I went to Whole Foods and bought a bunch of celery. And then three people walked up and it was two guys and a girl. And the girl like recognized me from social media and she sat down and started talking to me. And one of the guys she was with, Ricky, I felt like such a deep connection to right away. Like we just made eye contact and it was like, like I just felt this energetic pulse almost between us. And there was such a deep sense of familiarity in his eyes. And he had a nose ring, which I noticed because I was like, oh, that's so attractive. Like when guys have nose piercings, I think it's so hot Um, because I had a nose piercing and he was buying rosé at Whole Foods and I was buying celery and he invited me over to his house for a bonfire that evening and I got there and everyone was like soul gazing and just like was so cool and laid back I was like these are my people for sure um 
And then we all went on a hike the next day. He was like, I really want to take you on a hike. And you know how we were just talking about this, but a lot of times things sound so good in the moment and you'll like commit to them because you're like, oh, this sounds so fun. But when it actually comes around to it, you don't really feel like doing it. But this hike was such a different story. Like we all committed to go on this hike and all of us showed up like on time for the hike. And that like is pretty rare. Yeah. Even for me, I'm always on Hawaii time. I like showed up today a half an hour late. I'm (laughs) always just like, oh, there's time. And then I'm like, wait, there wasn't time. But we were all on time for this hike. And we, it was Malibu Creek actually. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we hiked up to this like waterfall that's like off the trail. It's like kind of an adventure, but we made it. And I just have become very used to being naked in Hawaii and just like swimming naked and being in nature naked because it's such a isolated place. Like there aren't that many people out there. And so I just like stripped down and jumped in the water and like to Ricky that like wasn't normal, but he was like, whoa, that's so attractive that she just did that. Mm -hmm. And then we were just all sitting on the rocks, like meditating and It was just so beautiful. Like I just felt so at home in his presence. And on the car ride back, he like had his hand out the window and I had my hand out the window and he would kind of like graze over my fingers with his hand. And just that tiny little like intimate gesture was so powerful because I don't know, people don't do that stuff anymore. So it was like he cared. Mm -hmm. I knew that he cared because he was doing little things that really mattered And, um, yeah, we ended up moving in together like two days later because both of us at that time were in a transitory period. Like he had just moved out of his apartment in West Hollywood and I had just moved to LA. And so we were like, there's this insanely powerful connection between us. Like, let's just see what this is and follow it. And I'm very spontaneous. And so is he. So we were just like, yeah, like it didn't even feel that crazy. Like there was such a sense of effortlessness and ease in falling for each other. Like there was no games. There was no guessing. There was no like, oh, like, does he like me? Like, I don't know. Like he made it so clear. Like I'm pretty sure he told me he loved me on like day three. Um, Love. Yeah. And did you like, say it back? Yeah, I did. And when he told me like a tear fell from his eyes and he was just like staring at oh. me one night and I was like, like whenever guys cry, if any guys listening to this, like that is such a turn off. It is. Like if you can cry in front of me, just like lay me out it's on the bed. the like, best, please. I know. Well, um, just like being vulnerable, yeah. showing that vulnerability That's is the core of so what it is. beautiful. Mm-hmm. So attractive. I'm very emotional. So like whenever me I too. see a guy, that, a guy that's being emotional, I'm like, Yes. Yes. Like, like yes. go deep with me. A hundred percent. And earlier that year, I just gone through kind of a gnarly heartbreak. And after recovering from that, I was in such a place of just stability with my solitude. And I genuinely loved being alone. Like I felt like on a core level, I was like, I don't need anyone. And I like truly believed that. And I think that's why I found him. Like love finds you when you stop looking for it. It does. Yeah. I know you shared about that as well. And I resisted it for sure at first because I think my mind was like, this can't be right. Like you just met this guy. Like you don't know him. Like you're supposed to be alone. Like this is your plan to be alone and like be a boss ass independent bitch. And now like this guy just shows up at Whole Foods and you're in love with him? Like, really? (laughs) I was like, I am. Like, I've never felt this safe in anyone's arms. Like, I've never 
just laid next to someone in bed and like have my body literally like melt into him. Like we trip out about it. Like I feel like we're puzzle pieces. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. And then there were so many other synchronicities. Like we all had the same mutual friends in LA. And when he first moved to LA, um, was around the time that I moved to LA, we were living a few blocks away from each other in Santa Monica And he was like, I would go outside every night and look up at the stars and just ask where you were. And you were right there. And he was like, what took me so long? Like, what took me so long? And I was like, no, it's perfect. The the timing is perfect. A hundred percent. But he just says like the most beautiful things without even realizing that they're beautiful. Like I always poke him and like touch him to make sure he's real. I'm like, are you a real person? (laughs) And I was just laying in bed actually like two nights ago. And I was like, I just don't understand how I created you. Like a love that feels so safe. Like I've never known this was even possible. Like, how did I do this? And he just looked at me and he was like, well, you're a really good painter. (gasps) Oh, that is so beautiful. (laughs) You have to put that in your book. A hundred percent. Like conversations can be poetry. Oh. I feel like my life is just one living like art piece. Like that's my goal is to just make my life my art. I think that's exactly what you're doing. Good. Good. Oh my God. What? (laughs) Thank you for that confirmation. It's true. What an amazing (laughs) love story. Yeah. Yeah. So you came here. Now you're here. You're in love. Life Mm -hmm. is amazing. So good. It was just like he had all the pieces that I was weaker in and I had all the pieces he was weaker in. And like, when we came together, it was just like full power, like total force. Yeah. What's his sign? So you're a Pisces. He's an Aries. He's an Aries. So it's fire and water. Yeah. So we like clash for sure. But it's a good balance. Yeah, it is. So his birthday must be coming up or it just Mm -hmm. happened. It's on April 19th. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So what do you got? What's your day-to-day life like here? Ooh, okay. So we just found a new spot in Venice. Ooh. Manifested it through mushrooms again. Amazing. I was actually like picking up mushrooms from my shaman. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking for a new place to move into in LA. And he was like, oh, well, my friend is doing a dieta in Peru. And like she needs someone to watch over her house. And I was like, boom, we moved in. There's just like beautiful art on the walls, like so much light wood floors, like it's kind of four levels. Each level is kind of mini and it's all open and it's so beautiful. So I'm super grateful. That sounds so nice. Yeah. I usually wake up. Well, right now I'm super jet lagged because I was just in Bali. Yeah. How are you even functioning I'm better so now. Well. For the first week back, I was like not even trying to fight it. I, just, I tend to be like, I feel like sometimes too surrendered to my body. I'm just like, you're tired. Like you can rest. That's good. Um, so I would go to bed at like 3 p.m. and then wake up at like 11 p.m. and then be up all night and just like work on my computer. But I don't know. There's something like so beautiful about being awake when everyone yeah, else when is no asleep. Else is You're awake. just like, it's just you. Yeah. And it feels really good. So I was just kind of like chilling with it. Um, but I'm finally back. But I still wake up naturally pretty early, like at 5 to 6. That's so early. I, yeah, I get up and I've been every morning listening to these meditations by Joe Dispenza. Me too. Really? Yes. The morning meditations. I've been doing, oh I just God. keep doing You Are the Placebo, that meditation of I his. haven't listened to that one. Okay. I do Will it every day. Please send me a link yes. to it. Okay. I've been doing the morning ones and it's basically like you 
just feel your body in space. And then you imagine like your dream or your intention, like your most desired outcome. And you just like focus on the emotion that arises from that because emotions are the magnetic pole for our desires. Like you have to allow yourself to embody the feeling before the actual physical manifestation can come. So Ricky and I will like sit in meditation and listen to it together. And then I usually do yoga like half-assed yoga for like 10 minutes where it's uh-huh. like, I'm kind of yeah, yoga, but like not really. It's just like stretching. And then I'll drink a bunch of water. I love Kangen water. I have a Kangen machine. And so I'll just like chug Kangen water with rose like essence in it and then go up on the porch and just like journal out whatever I'm feeling or whatever I want to call in things I'm grateful for. Like writing every single morning is very grounding for me. It definitely puts me in my body. And then lately I've been going to um, ballet bar class. Nice. So it's like a dance fusion um, strength building class in Venice. And it's amazing. amazing. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's like it works parts of your body that you didn't even know you had. And so and it's so inspiring because there are women in there that are like 70 years old and in better shape than me. So I'm like, That's okay, incredible. I can do this. Yes. Like, Yeah. So starting my day off with movement is always super important. And then I usually come home and make a big like smoothie bowl or breakfast. And lately I have been loving um, doing just like a scramble of veggies with like tempeh. I love making tempeh and roasting it in like maple syrup and Yum. cayenne pepper and coconut aminos. I'm going to do that later. It that like tastes good. like candy. Um, and then like with some quinoa and like mushrooms, I am a breakfast person like I love big breakfast. Me too. Um, I've been doing like two big meals a day and that like feels really good for me. And then in the afternoon, I'll just work on my computer and I will work on my app or um, send out notifications to people, write emails, make videos. I've been doing like lately video editing work for other people because it has helped me to like take the pressure off me. Like sometimes when I'm only making videos for myself, I can be such a perfectionist and like be so hard on myself. But if I'm editing footage of someone else, it's like, lets me still be creative without that need to attain like this perfect outcome. Um, That's been helpful. And then I love just going to the beach for a sunset and watching the ocean and cuddling with Ricky, having sex. (laughs) It's good. Like I feel like life is good right now. Life sounds so Mm -hmm. good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very inspired by your day. Like Thank the you. whole morning time is so important. Mm-hmm. Morning routines. Mm-hmm. I love hearing people's morning routines. Every time I hear one, I'm like, I want to do that. I yeah. want to do that. You have to send me that meditation. I will. You send me the morning one too. Cool. So his meditations are kind of hard to find because they're yeah. like scattered. And they like kind of throw you off when you first listen to it. Because yes. you're like, I don't know, I'm used to fem- feminine yes. voices or like feminine energy. And his voice is so like, like uh, and the music is so like and then when you get into it though it is like yeah I was on a different planet this morning listening to you are the placebo how long is it 45 minutes whoa it's long okay I was in the bath and like my whole whoa, body a morning floating. bath yes. I love that yes good good Self-care. I just do whatever I feel that's so whatever good my body wants I've been trying to like get myself out of the house more so I'm grateful for this because I love my home so much we were just talking about how like important having a sanctuary is just a space you feel safe in but sometimes I feel like I feel so safe in my home that it's so easy for me to just like not leave the apartment all day 
I'm, so I, I often I never love, leave. Yeah. I love scheduling things or like even scheduling dates for myself. Like whether that's like going and just getting coffee or like going to mm-hmm. a bookstore, going to a thrift store or like going on a beach walk or something just to like get me out of my I comfort zone. I think it's zone. important. It mm-hmm. gets your mind into a different state where new ideas can flow through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that this morning. So I can be so introverted that I'm just like, I'll just stay in my cozy little it's corner. Nice. <laughs> and then it's a shock to go outside. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying that shock from coming back to LA from Hawaii is the shock I feel every time I step outside in LA, I'm like, oh my God, people are honking. Venice is better, but it's still conk. It's still like so different. It's jarring. Than what I'm used to. Yeah. But it's nice to be in the center of things and so many incredible people creating things. So many good people out here. Like I'm learning to love LA more every day. I feel like I was so resistant to it at first, but Ricky has opened my eyes up to like, truly how beautiful this place is like yeah anything can happen here like LA was the catalyst for my entire life like right it was the catalyst for my dreams and so I'm like I need to like speak nicer about LA like LA I love you yeah I feel <laughs> the same way all right I hope you guys are loving this conversation with Claire she is next level amazing I love her I wanted to thank our third sponsor for today's episode, Silver Fern Brand. Um, One of the coolest things about blogging is getting close with different companies and the founders of different companies and the people behind the brand. And I don't know if there's actually a single brand that I have developed a closer bond with than I have with Silver Fern. And that's because the people behind the brand, like Charity Lighten, the CEO and co-founder and also chief nutritionist, is such a positive, radiant being and has taught me so much, has taught so many of us so much. Um, And she just makes everything so fun and easy to learn about when it comes to gut health and taking probiotics and digestive enzymes and making it fun. And the cool thing is, well, A, you can listen to Charity on episode 106 of the Balance Bond podcast um, to learn all about her background and gut health and everything else. And the other cool thing is, this is like the most cool, is that I am working on developing something really special with Silver Fern. It's going to be a product that I have personally wanted in my life for a long time and I know will be very beneficial to everybody. So I can't wait for that. We'll tell you more as soon as we possibly can. For now, you should check out their probiotics, their digestive enzymes, and their plant-based protein powders. You can use the code BLONDE at checkout for a nice big discount at silverfernbrand.com. And... I highly recommend their probiotics because they actually are clinically tested to survive in the gut. So once they hit the gut, a lot of other probiotics on the market sadly die and don't really do their job. But Silver Fern is super trustworthy. They're very, very strong and they are guaranteed to survive in your gut. So that's why I love their probiotics. I even got my mom and dad taking them. Their digestive enzymes are three times stronger than any other common enzymes on the market, and they also provide 100% intestinal pH coverage. So for healing, 
We always want to have a balanced pH. That's really important. And then I personally use their plant-based chocolate protein powder every single day. It's my favorite thing in the world. So head to silverfernbrand.com. Use that code BLONDE for a big discount. Listen to my episode with Charity Lighten to learn more and get excited for the product that we're creating together. Now let's head back into this episode with Claire. It's one of those places where it can take you a long time to fall in love with it. But when you find your area and your people and Mm -hmm. the things that make you happy, it's the best place. I don't think I'd be able to live anywhere else because there's everything I could ever want or need. Mm -hmm. It's like its own country. Like I feel like it's not even part of the U.S. Yeah, it's different. It's Mm -hmm. a different kind of place. So the only other place I think I could live would be Byron Bay. Mm. Australia. It's like I've never been. It's like the mix of Hawaii and LA, I feel. That sounds like heaven. like creative, like powerhouse, like so many creatives out there, but then nature, like everywhere. Yeah. Like yeah. Raw that, nature. That type of combination is mm-hmm. my dream. I have to go there. You will. So let's talk about plant medicine. Yes. I too love plant medicine love mushrooms. I've had so many eye-opening experiences. I did ayahuasca in January for the first time. I did it in January for the first time. Really? Yeah. Tell me about your experience. Whoa. I've actually never talked about it before. Yeah. Are you comfortable talking about it? Okay. Let's hear it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I have been calling in Aya for the last like two years um, just because I've had friends that have done it and had just life-changing experiences. And I've witnessed their source of inner light just grow exponentially since um, journeying Mm -hmm. with Mother Ayahuasca. And so, yeah, I've been calling it in, but it's one of those things that like you'll know when it's right and it will find you. Like you don't have to go looking for it. I think that's super important like for everything, whether that's mushrooms or even like sometimes marijuana. Like if you're meant to take something, it will make it so clear. And I feel like sometimes people who rush the experience or like really try to seek it out, it ends up being not as positive as an experience because it didn't flow naturally. And so, yeah, I've been calling it in and then I felt like a crazy pull to go to Australia in January. And I reached out to my friend, Sally, who lives out there. Sally Mustang. She's an amazing artist. I love you, Sally, if you're listening to this. And I just said, I'm feeling super called to Australia. I know you live out there. Like, do you have any tips or places I could stay? Um, Yeah, I just sent her a DM. And then she replied and she's like, actually, I'm having an eye ceremony on the 11th of January and I would what? love to have you here. And I was like, that's the same day that I did it. Wait, are same you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh the my exact God. same weekend. Whoa. Wow. That's powerful. <laughs> and she sent me photos of the place. I'll show you after the podcast, but it literally looked like Kauai, like Australia is also very similar to Hawaii in like the way it looks. Um, And it was this creek with just these like jungle ferns, like everywhere, like a swimming hole, like these rolling hills and just looked like the perfect like first experience. And I was like, ah, yes. Like this, every cell of my body was like, yes. And that's a big thing with intuition. I think like 
you can tell what is your intuition based off how certain situations react within your body. Like if it gives you energy, it's probably a good decision. And if you feel like it's depleting or like exhausting, like it's probably not the right thing to do. And Mm -hmm. every ounce of my body was like, go. So I booked my ticket that day actually and flew out that night. Wow. Um, I tend to do that a lot with like traveling and planes. I'm always just like, make it happen. Let's go. And I got to the place and in like the week I saved with Sally, like a week leading up to it. And I was just very immersed in nature and like grounding, spending time away from my phone, like definitely integrating like into Australia. And I think that's also important if you have a ceremony coming up, like to really be in a meditative state when you go into it. Um, and so, yeah, I just was kind of getting back to my Hawaii roots and just hiking and going for walks on the beach and spending time with her pets. She has a beautiful dog and a Bengal cat. So I was just like soaking up their love. And then we got to um, the ceremony space uh, in the jungle and the man leading it, his name is Darpan. And he is like one of the most enlightened beings I've ever met, just like a pure embodiment of truth and love. And when you look into his eyes, it just feels like you're home. And he has such a like, grandfather wisdom to him and just this like knowing presence and just like you're safe here and we set up for the ceremony so I actually helped set up for the ceremony which I think made it even more immersive for me like I cleaned the space and like set up the flowers and like helped set up the instruments and so wow. I was like part of the whole process in a yeah. way because Sally was assisting and so I like kind of helped her assist And then we all sat down and I went up for my first cup and it tasted like almost like wine in a way. Like it tasted very sweet to me and a little bit bitter, but I didn't mind the taste at all. And then I sat down and immediately like, or not immediately, maybe it was like uh, about a half an hour after taking the medicine, I went to this space of just infinity. And I felt like there were all of these celestial beings surrounding me, like trying to talk to me. Like they were so excited I was there and they were like, it was almost like too overwhelming. They were all like, just like, Claire, Claire, like, oh my gosh, you're here. Like, And they were talking in like super high pitch voices and it was so overwhelming. And I felt like so good. Like I literally (laughs) experienced more pleasure and love than I've known in my entire life. And I literally in the middle of the ceremony, like go and I lay in the middle of the ground. And I'm like, can everyone put their hands on me? Like, I was like, I'm freaking out. Like I need to feel the love of humanity. Like I just like. I totally get that. I did that like in the middle of the ceremony. And Sally like carries me outside. And I'm just like laying under the stars, like oh, seeing the bliss. stars for the first time. Yes, I felt yes. like like. I was like, wait, the sky right now has more white in it than black. Like, (laughs) what have I been looking at this whole time? Like, the sky is amazing. And I was just looking at the stars. And Sally was out there with me. I was like, Sally, you're my soul sister. Like, I love you so much. And she's like, I love you. I was like, is this normal? Is this okay? Like, I feel so good. Like, part of me literally thought I had ascended and uh-huh. I would be like that forever because it feels like eternity that way, when you're yes. in that space I was just like I'm done on earth like I'm in this space and this is amazing and like there are angels singing all around me and I feel like I'm like in heaven and then eventually I went back into the ceremony space and I just felt like the very essence of the divine feminine like enveloped my entire body in like this blanket of love and warmth and 
I just felt so safe and so at home. Like it felt more real than life does now. Like it was the most real experience I've ever had. And the medicine kind of spoke to me and she was like, you've been in such a surrendered state of being for so long. So this journey will be easier for you than it is for other people. And I can kind of dance with you and you can like ask me questions and I'll show you things. And so I asked her first about Ricky because I still felt like there was like 1% of me that was like, is this the man I'm supposed to spend my life with? Like, is this right? Like there was still that tiny Mm -hmm. percentage. And she just showed me us together one day with our baby. And there was just like a veil of light around us. And like, so beautiful. I just started crying. So I was like, I knew in that moment. And that was such confirmation for me because I was like pure truth. Like Mm -hmm. you can't bullshit with ayahuasca (laughs) definitely holy shit like thank you jesus like thank you mushrooms like yes um and then i started thinking about cheetahs because i've always been obsessed with cheetahs since i was a little girl like felt like such a crazy connection to that animal and immediately my consciousness like went back to one of my past lives as a cheetah and i was just racing through the african savannah and like killed this gazelle and like brought it back to my babies and was like literally felt my fangs and my teeth like sinking into the meat like eating it and it was like I literally was a cheetah yeah because I like blurs the lines between past present and future so your consciousness literally can travel in time and embody past memories and so that was really beautiful and then at one point I went back to the womb and I like felt my mom's hands on her like over me. Um, it was almost like I was in like a little glass ball and I could like feel my mom's hands around me and hear her heartbeat. And I just felt like so much love for my mom because she's an angel. Like my mom told me that the only reason she like married my dad was because she knew she had to give birth to me. Wow. So I feel like she in a way like gave up her life to create me. And she's been like getting her life back ever since they got divorced. But like, I just owe her so much. And like, I love her so much. And that love like got even deeper. Oh, and I was just like, beautiful. I love everyone. Like, I felt such a deep love for humanity and just for human beings and how like we're a species with amnesia and we've forgotten who we are at our core. And just like so much compassion for all people, like everywhere. Like, I felt compassion for like, every mean YouTube comment I've ever gotten. Like I had all these memories come up of like, or being bullied in middle school. I was just like, I love you. Like I genuinely like love you so much because I know everyone is acting out of their own wounding and their own trauma. And like nothing anyone does has anything to do with me. And every decision I've ever made in my life has been perfect. And the fact that it led up to like that moment of realization, I was just like, I've never made a mistake. Like mistakes don't exist. Everything is divine. It was just like knowing myself on such a deep level that I feel like nothing can really touch me anymore. Like I feel like I know like my soul. So it's like stuff that used to get to me just can't as much. So that was the first night. And then we like all ate pumpkin soup and I like went to bed in this like teepee, woke up the next day and just like spent time in the river and like in nature. And then we had another ceremony the second night and this one was in a teepee. And I just think teepees are such a sacred structure, like their geometry and they're so ancient and so embedded into our DNA and our culture. And so this night was very powerful. And I did, I did two cups the first night. I think I did two or three the second night. And I was just meditating and like seeing jaguars and having all these powerful visions and like feeling so deeply into my body. Even when I was having these past life regressions, 
I was still very much in my body, which I feel like a lot of people might have out of body experiences where they like completely leave their body, but I haven't (laughs) experienced that. I was just like grounded for the first time because my whole life, I feel like I've been out of body and the medicine always gives you what you need. So I feel like she like put me into my body for the first time. I was just like, whoa, like I'm a human. This is amazing. (laughs) And then, um, so flashback real fast to New Zealand. I met this woman in New Zealand on a nude beach when I was there. And she told me that I am going to sing my mermaid song in this lifetime. And she was like, you need to sing. Like your purpose is actually to sing in this life. And you've been listening to earth for thousands and thousands of lifetimes so that you can sing back in this life you sing back. And I've had like other people tell me too, like you need to be singing. Wow. We're halfway through the second ceremony and Darpan just like looks at me across the circle. He's like, you need to sing right now. <laughs> like, like he got a download that like uh-huh. I needed to sing. I was just like in a TV with like all these people I didn't know except for Mitch and Sally. And I was just like, fuck it. Like, okay. And I just like start to sing. And like at first it was like, <laughs> and I was like opening up my throat chakra for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then like, literally the most angelic voice came through me like it didn't sound like my voice is like a voice I've never heard before and she started speaking in tongues and like singing in other languages and she like knew all the songs Starpan was singing oh like, my god and I literally was swimming through like schools of fish and getting visions of me as a mermaid in Lemuria and just like so it was so powerful and I literally couldn't stop singing like it literally felt like an orgasm in my throat it was just like so opening on like a cellular that is level beautiful and I was just like singing and singing for like hours and the ceremony wrapped up and everyone was just like what just happened like when I started singing so many people started purging and throwing up because I started like, you were like transmuting energy 100 percent so that was like my experience and it was by far the most like powerful thing I've ever done and I highly recommend it to anyone who feels pulled towards it like yeah, totally agree. Do you think mm-hmm. you'll do it again? Uh, I actually have. Oh, you have? Yeah. Yeah. So I have done it with Ricky once. Yeah. And that was very How was powerful. it to do it together? So beautiful. Like it was like seeing his soul, like on a level that I never have before. And he definitely like went through kind of a more intense journey um, than I did. And I did throw up that night because I had like just flown back from Australia and I was kind of jet lagged and like a lot of stuff was like kind of out of balance in my body. And so the first time I did it, I didn't throw up at all. But the second time I did, but the second time it was very similar to the first, like the energetics that I felt. I did it with a shaman who doesn't have as much experience as Darpan. And that's something like the shaman does control the experience completely. And so that experience, my first one was so deep. And this one like definitely didn't go as deep, but it still felt like so, like I felt so much self-love. Like that's a common emotion I feel when I'm in ceremony is I'm just like, I love myself so much. I'm just sitting there. Like I love, like I love myself. Like And I think I actually know what that means now. Whereas I have said before, like, oh, I love myself. But like, I didn't really know who myself was. And so I was loving like an illusion of self. Um, And yeah, just like sitting. And also another thing I've learned too in ceremonies, like the power of like breath and Mm -hmm. sitting up straight because some people will like lay down 
And then that immediately, it's like you're cramping your energy cord and you like lose energy when you're laying down. So if you like stay sitting up and keep your breath flowing, you'll be able to sit up like all night. And so that's another thing I've learned. But yeah, it was powerful as well. Wow. Yeah. I love hearing your journey. Thank you. It was so, your journey was so positive and so beautiful. And Mm -hmm. it seems to me like you've had a lot of lives, a lot of lives where you've learned a lot of things. And this is your life to experience beauty. That's what I feel. Oh my gosh. I just got chills when you said that. To creatively express through singing, through painting, through photography, through poetry, all your different modalities to express that beauty to the world. Mm-hmm. And you already have an audience and a platform to do that with. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. That yeah. was so liberating to share. Like, oh, I'm so great <sighs> to hear it. I, yeah. I know that will help a lot of people. Definitely. It just like taught me to believe in magic again, which like I have always believed in magic, like, and definitely mushrooms, taking mushrooms leading up your cat is like <laughs> Hudson, going Hudson's crazy. literally climbing the window. <laughs> like Squeaky mushrooms man. opened the door to my mind completely. Yes. Like I like mushrooms. I love you mushrooms. Like, thank you so me much. Too. And I definitely feel like taking mushrooms before taking ayahuasca helps. Good idea, right? Oh, that's such a good idea. Like I, that's what I I've been telling people. I can't imagine like, never taking any plant medicine and then going into ayahuasca. I would like ayahuasca. I think it's far too intense. A hundred percent. Like you should do the Terrence McKenna dose of like at least five grams of mushrooms, like in a safe space before you take ayahuasca. Yes. Like to just open your mind to psychedelics and what else is out there. I can't imagine going straight into ayahuasca. I know that some people do. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying, ayahuasca calls you when you're meant to be trying her and to be journeying with her. And if not, you probably won't be interested. So people listening, you'll know if there's a right time, when there's a right time. I had heard about it for years before. I felt like it was something that I wanted to do for myself. But when that time came... It was amazing. I can't wait to go back. And I was supposed to actually go back this past weekend, but I was so sick. I couldn't do it. And I knew that my body was just in a state of mm-hmm. such, like, like you're saying, when you were jet lagged and you had a different experience and you threw up, I was already, I was like coming off of having the flu, had hives, and I knew that the experience yeah. would be quite different. So it's going to be a couple more months for me, but I cannot wait to go Because it'll back. heighten like whatever state you're in. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think it would have been the dark night of the soul. It would have mm-hmm. been so hard and it would have been bad. It would have been, that would have been a great thing to experience, but I was not ready. Well, so I have you know when you're ready. a lot of friends in LA who like know shamans so I can connect you. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I love the group that I did it with, um, I'll be doing it as as long as my health is good in May. Beautiful. I'm just I know that May will come so soon, but I'm so ready. Like listening to you share your experience, I'm now wishing it was like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Another thing too is I went into the first night with the intention of seeing myself through the eyes of love. And we all shared it was like 
because Darpan has done like thousands of ceremonies. So we all like, he knows what he's doing. And so before we started, like everyone shared their intention and a lot of people's intentions were like more dark just because I think so many people have had darker experiences with Aya that like people create that also for themselves. So I think going into it with a positive intention, if that feels right for you, is super powerful. Um, Going into it with a loving intention because that will heal anything. Like love will heal anything already. Like you don't have to dig and dig Mm -hmm. it yourself. So true. You're so wise. You are so wise beyond (laughs) your years. It's amazing. Uh (laughs) And for everybody listening who's probably wondering your human design, you're a manifester. Yes. And of course. Will you tell me about that? Because I've actually never, like my mom just told me I was a manifester, but I don't actually know what that means. Oh, I love that she figured it out and that she did. The fact that your mom knows about human design is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's five different types. There's manifestors, manifesting generators, generators, reflectors, and projectors. So manifestors are the second most rare type to reflectors. I only know probably like three manifestors in actuality. So knowing you is awesome. And I'm not surprised that you're a manifester because manifestors are the one type who are able to whatever you can dream up in your mind You can grasp it into your reality. And everybody can do that. Everybody has the access to do that. But manifestors, you can do it with any strategy. You don't have to talk to someone about it first. You can talk to someone about it first. Like there's no way to go wrong. Mm -hmm. Like you can just do it. And the way that you exchange energy with the world is by like constantly creating and expressing and manifesting and inspiring other people to do that and that's just going to keep you in your flow and keep you creating more and more so manifestors are so powerful you guys don't get easily exhausted the way that like reflectors projectors we to go out into the world um we get like generated by other people's energy so Mm -hmm. like right now like as a non-energy being, as a reflector, and you a manifester, I'm like, you're kind of generating my energy, but you don't don't have that. Like, you'll just leave here and you'll still be powering yourself. And I'll be like, oh, that was a great conversation. Like, I need to lay down. <laughs> I'm like, going to take a nap. <laughs> exactly. And that's not to say that reflectors, projectors are like, tired people who Mm -hmm. don't have energy. It's just the way that we interact with the world is totally different. For sure. And you're definitely an empath too, which I am as well. mm -hmm. So I feel you. Yes. Yes. And I see that in you. So human design is just a blueprint for living life with your, with your soul, with your most aligned self. So it's nothing to be like, oh, I'm a manifester. So that means I can't do this, 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 and this. It's totally not like that. It's just what your strength is. Mm-hmm. And Ricky is a generator. And so Ooh. it's like really fun to be with him because he helps me put my dreams into action yes. even faster. Yes. He's just like, oh, you want to build an app? Like, I'll build it. We'll make it totally. happen in like a week. <laughs> like, Jonathan's oh, cool. a generator too. And it's so nice. Like, yeah, generate me. I will follow you anywhere. <laughs> like, I need that type of energy. 100%. So tell us about your app. Speaking of the oh, app. Yeah. 
So it's in the beginning stages right now. And I feel like I had so much resistance to releasing it at first because I was like, ah, it's like not perfect. But I'm starting to get over that because I know nothing will ever live up to my standards. And I just have to like do it anyways. Totally. So yeah, my intention with it was just to create a safe space for human connection online. Like a space I wish I'd have when I was younger because a lot of my following is a lot younger. They're in like high school. And so having just the space to connect with like-minded people, to share their art, um, to talk about what's on their heart and mind in like a container. And the app also has like journaling prompts online. And so you can just go into the app and do the morning coffee journal where it like asks you to set your intention for the day and like check off some self-love things before you leave the house. And then the evening tea one is like reflection and relaxation and like tuning your mind for sleep and just with like thought inspiring prompts that I've created. And there's also a black hole section to just release any negative energy that's in you because we all have it. I know there's so much focus on like positive affirmations and all that, but sometimes you have to let the shit out. And so the black hole is a space where you can just like type anything that you want, any vicious thoughts that are attacking you. I feel like I used to be bullied by people like when I was in middle school and high school, but now I'm like just bullied by my own thoughts. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's good to release those. Totally. And um, yeah, that's been like the favorite one for people and it's completely anonymous. Like I don't read your responses. And so it's just like a place for people to kind of let go and spill out whatever they need to. There's meditations and recipes in the app and this year I want to like update it because right now I built it through a software called BuildFire. And so there are just certain limitations with that. It's like building a website through a comp- like through Squarespace or something like there are certain things you can't do because it's through someone else. So I want to like revamp it and make it even like easier to interact with. But yeah, it's been amazing. Sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to use it. I mean, these ideas just flow through you and you create them. So cool. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So if you were a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy? Ooh, I don't know if this, oh, okay. I was going to say like the color of the ocean because it reflects all colors. Yes. Um, but I feel like that's kind of a cop-out answer. Not really. No. <laughs> for sure. So for sure. you. I feel like right now, if I actually had to pick a color for my energy in this moment, it would be like orange, yellow, mm. like golden kind of tone. Yeah. I like, yeah. I, like I feel very like. I feel like my energy is coming back like after jet lag and like this is yes. very energizing and yeah, like good things are happening right now. I'm recording like new songs. Oh my so, gosh. So you yeah. really are going down the singing path. I am. What yeah. are you not doing? It's incredible. <laughs> so are you going to release music like I, just to I your want community? To or? Um, oh my gosh. Like a mini album this year or next year. But yeah, my friend Kevin Paris. Um, I've written some other songs with him, like Coffee. And then we did a cover of Taylor Swift's Never Grow Up. And he's like amazing musician. That's so incredible. So we've been making songs together. Oh my gosh. And you're working on a poetry book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So poetry. So of all the things that you do, do you have a favorite, like a favorite um, mode of expressing yeah, yourself? Yeah, definitely. I feel like it does fluctuate and change right now. It's singing for sure. Because I feel like I have been doing like video photography work um, for so long that now it's like singing is so new. 
for me and uncertain that it's like, ooh. And I love it because I can like tie my writing into my, it's almost like singing brings your poems to life. Yeah, Um, definitely. And so it's like tying those two together. So cool. Mm -hmm. And do you have any mentors or teachers? Ooh, one of my like biggest teachers was actually Wayne Dyer. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, of but course. I back after um, the Moon Goddess painting and all of that. I before I moved to Hawaii, I moved to my first apartment that I've had to myself in Santa Monica. And the first like check I got for my painting was the exact amount of the deposit. So it was just like a very wow. aligned experience. And then when I moved in there, I just started like. I feel like I've learned about consciousness through experiencing it on my own. Like things will happen. And I'm like, what was that? And then people are like, oh, that's manifestation. I'm like, what? I've never heard of that. Like I've never, I never like read books about it or stuff. Like it would just happen. And then I would kind of research it in reflection after. So I started doing research and I found Wayne Dyer and I, he had this one um, speech where he just talked about like enough and how like so many people wait till they have enough to do things, but like enough doesn't exist because it's, in your perception of what you already have. And that was really powerful for me because so many yes. people like allow their potential to be determined by the contents of their current reality. And they're like, oh, I won't like do this till I have this or like have this security or have this. But it's like, you're always going to be in the same position if you're always in the same position. Right. And so, yeah, Wayne Dyer like opened my mind up to a lot. And then um, Michael Singer, who wrote Love The Untethered him. Soul, that He's book incredible. was like, a catalyst for my awakening for sure. Like some books just like hit you. Like Power of Now like kind of hit me. And I feel like I should reread it because I read it like when I was in high school and Uh I I don't think I was ready for it. But The Untethered Soul was like so powerful. is next level in every single way. I just like love how he like talks about your mind like a roommate. I know. I need to reread it actually. I read it in Bali last year and it was just... Quite the life-changing, every single word. Mm-hmm. I want to have him on this podcast. Oh, That's 100%. Let's manifest goal. it. Yes. When anybody asks me who would be like the top dream guest, it's mm-hmm. him. And I feel like that's doable. So doable. Have you read the Surrender Experiment? Yes. Yeah. That's what kind of got me even deeper with mm-hmm. him because he just lives that out in his life. That's something Ricky said to you once. He was like, we should try just for a week just to see what happens. Say yes to every opportunity that comes and just see where it leads us. Just wow. like, just try it as an experiment for one week because the universe Why is not? always like speaking to you. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. I think it's a good idea. I think the more opportunities that you get, the more options for opportunities, the harder it is to say yes to everything. And then the more... And then it kind of, I think, sometimes holds you back from saying sure. yes to yourself. For sure. But for a week, yes. That mm-hmm. is such an awesome experiment. Mm-hmm. You have right. to let us know if you do oh, it. I will. I definitely will. So cool. So um, tell everyone where they can find you. Ooh, okay. So you can find me on Instagram under Planetful Soul, or you can find me on YouTube under Claire Michelle. And then my website is just plannifulsoul.com. And then I'm also on SoundCloud as Planetful Soul. Spotify is Claire Michelle. I'm on iTunes too. Yeah. Amazing. Listen to my music. That makes yeah, me so everyone, happy. Everyone listen to her music. <laughs> and what is your tip for everyone listening who wants to set their soul on fire? Ooh. I think 
one of my biggest tips, and this is also for myself, but I think the gap between your present self and your future self can be closed through doing all the little things that you keep putting off every day. So like when you wake up in the morning and look at your phone right away, like, you know, that's something you shouldn't be doing, but you do it anyway, because like our bodies are conditioned out of habit, which Joe Dispenza talks a lot. Read the book, Becoming Supernatural. Yes. It'll change your life. I'm in the um, middle of reading it right now. Yeah. Like it's don't so leave good. your kitchen a mess when you go to bed, like clean up after yourself. Like learning that one. There's so <laughs> much power in like doing tiny little things for yourself throughout the day and some people are like oh I have to like make this huge decision like yeah I definitely made a big decision in like going to LA when I was 18 but that decision was fueled by like the tiny little self-love practices I did like leading up to that and so yeah so that you were able to be in touch with your intuition mm -hmm. exactly don't underestimate the power of the little things that is such a good tip yeah such tangible advice well, I'm so glad that you were here and that we did this. This Me was too. so fun. Everyone go amazing. check out her music and all the different art that you, you put into the world. Thank you so much. Jordan. Thank you. Wow. How amazing is Claire? Can you guys believe Claire is only 21 years old? Not that that says much because like I said in the episode, Age is just a number. People are waking up at all ages now. She is so inspiring to me in person. She literally radiates from every single angle more than you could even imagine. So if you've been following her for a long time and you haven't had the pleasure of meeting her in person, just trust me. She is next level in every single way. I am so inspired by her. So honored to have met her, to have had her here. She is I could gush about her forever. I feel like I'm personally going to listen back to this episode so many times because she has so many nuggets of wisdom for us. Her ayahuasca journey was so cool. I want to honor her for being comfortable to share that with our audience. As she mentioned, it was the first time that she shared that publicly. And I just see so many fun healing adventures with Claire and see us doing so many cool things together. And I can't wait. So that's going to be super fun. Also, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, I would absolutely love to have you subscribe, rate and review. Send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancedblonde.com and I will send you a free gift, which is my... Um, yoga book all about all of the goodness that I learned in my 500 hours of training. So that's just a free gift for you guys if you're able to take the time to rate and review because it's very, very helpful for me and I just appreciate it so much. Let's see here. Thank you to our sponsors. We have the amazing Hum Nutrition where you can use the code SOUL for 20% off, S-O-U-L. We have the Fabulous Art of Tea, which is my favorite organic and Ayurvedic tea brand, where you can use the code BLONDE for 20% off, and Silver Fern Brand, where you can also use the code BLONDE for a nice large discount. So thank you guys so much for being here. I would love your thoughts on everything I mentioned in the intro about potentially taking some downtime and just releasing episodes every other week for a while. Please tell me your thoughts on that. I'm still uncomfortable with it in my human form, but I know 
that it will all work out exactly as it's meant to. So would love your thoughts. Love you guys so much. This is awesome. I have so many lucky numbers right now. 147 is one of them and it's 147 p.m. Now it's 148, but I saw it and it was exciting. Um, I want everybody to go have the most soul on fire day possible. Come connect on Instagram, The Balanced Blonde. Check out Claire at Plantiful Soul. She's amazing. And let's all just keep creating from our heart and being the best version of ourselves possible and aligning with our soul. Love you guys so much. Mwah.